Welcome once again to Coffee and the Cosmos with Sagima Bay. And I'm your host, Craig Wells. I want to go right into the message today. While I was preparing, Yahweh began to speak the word Aleph to me. Now, this is the Hebrew living letter of the Aleph Bet, which is the Hebrew living letter alphabet, basically. But Aleph is the burden bearer. I don't want to go into the angle of this as the burden bearer, though, but he is the ox represented. He is the burden bearer. He is the one that carries the load. Uh, lots of times we look at Elif. I remember, I'm sure I've shared this with you before. I was preaching the gospel. I was in my church and I was just dimensionally shifting. And this big ox, I know, listen, it's like Paul Bunyan, okay? Like Paul Bunyan ox came in the room. Uh, I, maybe I imagined this. Maybe it was just in my mind. But in my face, it looked like this big ox was right in front of me snorting. I know that sounds kind of crazy. But at that moment, I knew it was the Aleph of Yahweh, the Most High God, able to carry every burden. But listen to this, okay? It's not just carrying a burden like you're having a rough time, okay? It's not like that at all. It's as if he carried something to me. Think about this. An ox doesn't just carry burdens like, oh, like you're burdensome. Like, you know, the word of the Lord says, you know, cast all your cares upon me for I cares for you. Take upon my yoke, take upon my burden because it's light and it's easy. So when we think about the ox and we think about the burden bearer, a lot of times we may be thinking about this load that you may be carrying. And you might be carrying a load, but I'm going to tell you, go ahead and let go of that load. The burden bearer, the Aleph of Yahweh, which is Yeshua, the Christ, is able to carry it for you. But that's not what I saw when the ox came into my house, which was the house of the Lord, the Rock Church. And he came to the altar. It wasn't as if he was coming as a burden bearer, but more as a gift offering one that was carrying the proposed purpose of your life of your soul of your spirit to the altar of the Lord for you so I want to look at Aleph in that light at this moment that instead of thinking about at this moment casting my cares because anybody can find cares everybody in the world has cares you got responsibilities you get cares but I want you to think about Yeshua carrying not a burden, though it's heavy, carrying the fullness of Gamal, the fullness of the Kanakopi of heaven, the fullness of the purpose of God that's written on your scroll. He's carrying it so you don't have to. He's carrying the gift offerings to you. See, all the time we think about Jesus, I know for myself, I love Jesus. I worship Jesus. I love Yeshua more than anything in life. I want to give, give, give unto, of myself and to him. 
But there's that moment where he wants a holy exchange where it's not just about me worshiping and worshiping and loving and loving and do right and do right and do right. But it's the moment that Yahweh, Yeshua, the Orak Kadesh, the Holy Ghost comes in and he's burdensome with the offerings of himself to you. Can you imagine what the Father did when Yeshua was crucified? When the death, burial, and resurrection of Christ was finally paid and that segregation between man and God, the breach was restored. And the cosmic event that happened at that moment is where the light of God that's inside of him is now the light of God inside of you. And therefore he carried the burden of the gift offering of himself, the highest burden that he could have carried the sacrifice of himself for mankind that you may be as he is in the heavens, that you may be as he is in the earth. So I want you to think of Aleph as the one that is carrying the fullness of the purpose of God for you. Think about that for a moment. You know, I love Christmas time. It's Christmas time. Please don't get pagan with me and write me letters and tell me not to celebrate Christmas. Um, I celebrate Christmas. I celebrate every holiday. I know I may lose you for that one. Because when a son shows up, I redeem it into myself. Now, maybe you don't have that revelation of who you are, that the whole atmosphere changes once you show up. And those people need you more than you need to worry about some pagan Halloween or pagan Christmas or pagan Easter or pagan, 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 pagan. We can, anybody in the natural realm can look and see that that is demonic. Anybody in the natural realm can see that's a farce. There's no reality. It's fantasy island. There's no such thing as Santa Claus and the magic pumpkin or Easter bunny. But only a fool. Oh, now I'm going to preach a little stronger than you wanted me this morning. Only a fool would take himself as a king and try to throw out that which is inferior to him as if it could affect him. See, I have a Christmas tree every day, every day. I wish every day, but that would take away the joy. But every season, you know, for, how, uh, for Christmas. And I'm sitting right now in my living room before the beauty of this thing and honoring Yahweh for that which he brought into my home and, and blessed me. And it now represents the glory of Elohim in my life. See, you, you, you get religious, you're going to go against everything. Well, no, brother, I follow the Hebrew calendar and I follow the... That's wonderful. Do those feasts. Do all those things. I love I love the Passover. Uh, Daniel Jedediah Cook is one of my best friends. He'll come over and we do the menorah. We do the candles. We eat the jelly donuts. Uh, well, lately I can't eat the jelly donuts because I'm on a jelly donut diet. But you know what I mean. But that don't make you a son. Don't want to pop your bubble. It makes you doing some rituals and attributes that are in the word, which are glorious and I love. But that don't make you a son. I'm a son because of Christ's blood covenant. You're a son male or female because of Christ's blood covenant. You're a son because Yeshua carried the burden. So when I walk in a restaurant, I remember, oh God, I don't know why I got on this, but somebody needs to hear this. I remember being young, we'd walk in restaurants. If they sold a lot of alcohol, my parents wouldn't even go in that restaurant. Because they ain't alcohol in there. The devil's in there. The evil spirit's in there. What the heck? I'll tell you where Jesus would be. He'd be right at the bar sitting next to him. 
Now, I know that kind of blows you away, but that's in the Bible in case you're wondering. Oh, he didn't drink. That's a lie. He made the best wine in history. It was customary for their stomach. It was more medical than it was alcoholic. But that, don't, that, don't, that doesn't take away from it being righteous or not righteous. He's still drunk. He served them wine on communion. Come on. Why do we want to get so religious about everything? When you know who you are, you can rule and reign in the heavens and in the earth. And you're not bound. See, this is the burden that Eliph wants to come carry. He wants to bring you out of religion and allow you to know who you are. So during the holiday season, you won't be all freaking out because someone said Santa Claus or Satan Claus or whatever we used to do in the religious world. No, we would shine and our light shines through the illusion of those things. And the glory of Elohim of love comes in and it wins someone to Christ. I can't tell you how many times I've been able to minister to people by being who I am at all times, anywhere I am. You're not under the Gregorian calendar. You're not under the Hebraic calendar, believe it or not. Believe it or not. It's no more holier than the, to the Lord. What's holy unto the Lord is you. You. You're the one holy to the Lord. That tree came in my house. It became holy. I don't, you can quote me scripture all you want. I know the Bible. I know the Bible better than most people. I, but I know my Father. I walk in heaven. So you can't tell God nothing. You got to get out of those mindsets of religion. God's wanting to set you free. This is the burden bearer that the elephant come today to set you free so you can walk in the glory of the Lord. I, I'll give you this last testimony. You might have heard it from me. Um, I remember back in the day, I, I think my papa would come over and have beer and stuff, you know. And my parents wouldn't let him in, you know, wouldn't let the beer in. They had to put in the ice chest in the back of his car. And so he would go out. And when I look at that now, I cry. I'm sitting my papa. I love my papa. A good man. A good man. But my religion wasn't going to allow his sin because his sin's more powerful than the spirit of God on me, right? No, that's all ignorance. It's all ignorance. And none of that won him to Christ. Now, I had the honor of winning him to Christ. I've had the honor of praying with him. My mama had the honor of praying with him. He got born again. He's in heaven today. I had the honor of having Mamar in my service. Listen to me. <laughs> I'll never forget. She leaves the service. She says, son, you can preach, but you preach too long. <laughs> I love my Mamar. May her soul rest in heaven. I had the honor of burying both of them and being the fish, the fish or whatever. I felicitated it. <laughs> That's just another made up word. But you know what I mean? I, I did the ceremony. See, Yahweh wants to release your burdens. I want you to release religion. I want you to release anything that you think is offensive because you don't know who you are. I'm not trying to knock you. When you know who you are, you understand the trade of it. Oh, come on, somebody. All right, I, I got enough time. I'm only at 11 minutes. Listen, listen, listen. I used to not let my kids go to Halloween. I always did the Christmas thing because God always honored me. A tree touched my life when I was a little boy. He always gave me a tree, whether we had money or not. He always gave me a tree every year. All right, so I got the, the proof in the pudding. He made sure I had a tree, no matter what religious people said. But the thing is, is that you step into who you are 
and you go into the trading floor of it. Well, brother, I'm not trading into Halloween or Christmas or Easter or this or that. I'll, I'll trade into the feast. I'll trade. In. That's wonderful. That's beautiful. But don't you understand you are the only light of Jesus that they ever will know and you sanctify everything around you? Do you understand the glory of God is in you? Uh, watch the movie Avatar, more so the first one. You'll see an Avatar when they're walking and their feet touch the ground. The ground lights up from the light that comes out of them as the earth is receiving it. Now, they're picking up things that you can see in the heavenly room. If you don't have to step into the heavenly room, you will be able to see that as you walk on the ground. That's why the Bible says wherever you walk on the ground, it's yours. That light of you is taking over any darkness that's there. And it brings life to people. So back to my papa. When he's dead and gone, I look back at how many times did I make that poor man, or not me, my parents, because that's all the revelation there. No, I'm not knocking my dad. My dad's a senior pastor in my church. He's an incredible man of God. But that's all we knew back then. But it snuffed out time that we could have spent making someone feel inferior. See, all we did was make them feel inferior. Instead of showing up with the love of Yeshua, of what Yeshua would do out of religion, out of plain old religion. I set you free today in the name of Yeshua from all your religious attributes. I send the Aleph. I send the Aleph to you as that bull that's kind of growling, not against you, but for you saying, let me give you gifts. This is the season of giving. Let me give you gifts and let me set you free from the burden of the religious nonsense that you may be the love of Yahweh and the whole earth around you, that others will get set free. If you don't understand me, please just have mercy on me on this podcast and keep listening to them. Because this is one of those controversial podcasts. I have so much truth and revelation over the 1,100 podcasts that I've done. If you just listen to me, engage them, they will change your life forever. You'll walk in the heavens. You'll see things you've never seen. You will see something that you need to see, and that is the glory of yourself in Christ Yeshua. Once again, this is Sagima Bay. I love you. You are so beautiful. I'll see you tomorrow. Shalom.